Blog Talk Radio. What's up, my friends? This is another week, another episode of Will's Take on Sports. I was off last week on vacation. Um, before I get started, I just want to wish a happy belated birthday to the lovely Miss Nikki Miner. I'm so glad uh, that I met you. I'm glad that you could tolerate my tail. And I just want to wish her a happy belated birthday and put that out there. All right, let me get this started. This podcast is called Time to Let It Go. Basically, why I named this podcast, um, gave it this name, is because I want to discuss Father Time with my friends. But before I get their opinion, let me just say, see, that buddy Father Time has claimed another victim. That's Tiger Woods. Tiger missed the cut at the British Open to play in the weekend at the Grand Old Golf Tournament and some media blame injuries. I just said Father Time got old Tiger. See, Old Time tried to, you know, Old Father Time tried to claim Manny Pacquiao last night, but the Pac-Man refused to open the door. I love, I have loved sports since I was a little guy, but the hardest thing for me to watch is my favorite athlete get old. I remember the greatest, Muhammad Ali, getting pummeled by Larry Holmes, Dr. J, not being able to soar through the lane and dunk on people. Michael Jordan not having any vert during his three stand with the Washington Wizards. And my favorite athlete when I was growing up, Dan Marino, watching on the sidelines while the Jaguars ran up and down the field and hung 62 points on the Dolphins in Marino's last game. Father Time is undefeated. And my question to my brothers, what pro athlete will Father Time claim next? I.e. Formula 6, maybe Tom Brady, but we'll find out what their opinion is. We'll get their answers on the other side of this music, so hey, let's go ahead and get this podcast started. Let's go. Let's go ahead and get this thing started. I'm going about Mike Walker. This is Derek Wilson and Zach Illinois. This is guys last week. Um, I'm so happy to be able to do this. This week we're also going to give talk about fantasy football and give you some information on how to join our fantasy football team. I hope all guys participate. And if you win this fantasy football, we will get our fantasy football team to this part. And also, I got some things that's going to be on week to week. Um, as far as the NFL and college football potential attorney turn off. All right. Hey, tell us what's going on. Not a whole lot. Man. How y'all doing? Hey, uh, just make sure everybody uh, gets come on, let's get together. Let's I'm getting that fever. I'm getting I'm, I'm getting that fever. And we'll turn your mic up just a little bit, brother. Oh boy. Here we go. Okay, is that loud enough for you? Okay, I'm make sure that's loud enough for you. All right, guys, you heard what I said about Father Time. I want to ask you guys, what professional athlete um, right now, um, in, in any sport, do you think, besides Tiger Woods, you know, we got him in Manny Pacquiao did escape last night with it. I mean, let me just take about that fight last night. Keith Thurman is a robot. Good grief. Manny Pacquiao danced around him like he was a, like he was at a, a soul train line or something like that. And all this time he kept going with like a big lunging guy, just kept coming at him. Although he did get some shots in, but still, I just thought that he just looked like he just wasn't that skilled of a boxer. And Manny Pacquiao used all his ring experience 
and got over on him. I still thought it was a close fight. And he was a split decision because it was a close fight. But anyway, all right, so what professional athlete do you guys think that Father Time is knocking on their door next? It's um, got to be Tom that. Brady. It's got to be Tom Brady. It's got to be Tom Brady. Be I'm come back to me, man. I'm trying to think. I'm with him, probably Tom Brady. That's the first one coming to mind. Tom Brady. All right. Go ahead, Mike. We with your Tom Brady hate. No, it's not no Tom Brady Brady <laughs> hate. I mean, he's been doing it for so long. <laughs> he, the the energizer battery got to run out sooner or later. So. So I'm 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 saying this may be the year we see we see a slowdown, and it's not it's, it's not being hey I'm not hating on this time. Okay. All right, Derek, who do you think be uh, Father Time is creeping up on someone or uh, what professional athlete's door right now? I'm like I'm like that. Uh, Max, you gotta let the clock with that one a little bit. Um, <laughs> I, I just wouldn't say Brady. I think Brady's numbers fall, but I don't think it has anything to do with him. I think more than anything, it's gonna be kind of an after effect of the offense changing. You know, think I think they're gonna be a more of a running team, and there's no Gronk, so you only have a drop off when you the first guy to call the same tight end and you don't have anybody else playing receivers that you can name or really an element. But I don't think it's because of his skill level. Drew Brees is one that comes down to me because he's so much smaller than uh-huh. he he did have a rocket arm and you know I mean I think Brees will be forty this year, right? Right. He will be yeah. Like they they going all in. That's why they're spending all this money trying to get him with them. So you don't have to throw the ball a long way. They're trying to keep it as short as possible. So if I had to pick one, I would even say him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they try to keep everything short. They didn't give him anything that was really challenging for somebody to have to really push the ball down the field. So I think Sean Payton did a better job of hiding than people want to really say. Uh huh. Oh. You don't think you don't think I maybe no I don't have a guy yet I'll be honest with you. I'm going back to Drew Brees man I'm I'm like the man takes great care of himself that conditioning and stuff he into so I don't know man I know for all the time undefeated but the man takes great care of his body he's not one of them athletes that just you know it's a lot of take good care of their body that just don't mean that they can feel Jason Taylor feel like it you know, <laughs> But he ain't gonna turn the corner on nobody. <laughs> That's true. Alonzo still looks like he can go dunk on everybody. You, when last time you saw Zo? Zo uh-huh. looked amazing. But oh yeah, Joe ain't gonna run up behind nobody. <laughs> so I feel I, I you on that because if that's the case. If that's the case, then the uh-huh. obvious dude on the list that everybody's looking for to fall out, that I just don't think it's gonna happen. But if it did, I would be surprised. Would be LeBron. I don't think it's going to happen, but, but they, if it did, I, I wouldn't be surprised just to put on his body. Nah, look, check it out. I've seen LeBron workouts because I view LeBron as a beast. I mean, his workouts definitely no. <laughs> I can't see him falling off. No, no, no. Right. That would, it, it just, that would be the obvious choice just because of the number of games and minutes he's played. But right. when you look at okay. it, you can't just look at it like that. So for Brady... You know, I know Mike Brady, but for Brady, 
Brady State did a better job than anybody ever done. Like you can't really tell where his skill dropped off at because he adapts so right. well. Like his timing game, yeah, but, and aside from maybe Joe Montana running across the offense, nobody has time like this dude. Nobody. True. But you got to understand now, Brady, two different sports. Cause in his sport, he can hide his weak, you can hide his deficiencies. Okay, it's not like he, you know, he's not the running back or the receiver. So you can hide, Brady, you, can, you can hide. That's why your quarterback is able to play. You can hide whatever, you know, LeBron. You can't hide it. Want that one-on-one to show up, wow. everything else. <laughs> well, 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 you can't really see that. You can't really see that he don't hide it. That because LeBron, LeBron was like the all all NBA defense. Ten straight years, or something close right. to it. When the last time you saw LeBron play defense? Really play defense? I, you know, what I mean, this ain't a this ain't a hater moment. I'm just yeah. Even LeBron fans are telling right, right. don't play defense. So you know, what I mean, it's a fall somewhere, even if it's in nothing but endurance and 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 stamina to just completely right. dominate the whole game like you used to. That's why I say. This off season, where he he he, where he wasn't in the playoffs or anything, he he got extra extra month or two to rest. I think he's gonna come back and be the best LeBron we've seen in a long time. That's just my and that's why he's able to Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. For the first month of the season, he'll be he'll be he'll be uh he'll be okay. But he don't he, they don't have to manage his minutes, and he can't he's gonna need Anthony Davis to really carry him. He's gonna need Anthony Davis to be like everybody keeps saying he's one of the top five players in, in the league. He's gonna need Anthony Davis to be top uh-huh. five players. He's gonna need Anthony Davis to be the Anthony Davis that helped sweep Portland in Mike is necessarily wrong. I don't think he's going to be the best 
LeBron we've ever seen. I think because he knows so much, he's going to be probably uh-huh. playing the smartest he's ever played mm-hmm. in his career because he has more at his disposal and his team is so much more flexible. Like the only team that he's had has been this flexible was the Miami Heat team that won the second title. Like that, this team is real versatile. They got mobile bigs, they got low purpose schools, they uh-huh. got shooters. They got wing runners. They got defenders. Like, they got everything to where he don't have to take so much at a low. And I think they did that on purpose. They were like, look, we all put this dude out. And somebody broke down halfway through the He didn't even get to the end. He never got hurt. Nobody ever saw LeBron get hurt. He spent 18 games last year. And it wasn't like he volunteered to this game. This wasn't a break in the middle of the season like he took the rest of the time. Something on him right. broke. So even though his body has a chance to rest, more like he didn't take no, you know what I mean? Like he wasn't getting no rest. Well, you know what I mean? I hear people saying, oh, well, he got a chance to rest this time. It ain't like he didn't rest him ever. You know what I mean? Like Mike, take, Mike didn't take no. Um, nah, there, no come on now. He didn't oh. really rest like this. For the last up 10 years, oh, no. he's been playing all summer I, I every season. No. Right, okay. I, I he rested this part. part. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, okay, he, he only rested an uh, extra month, so they didn't go to the playoffs. The season is over Dang. in June anyway. What I'm saying like, is, it wasn't, it wasn't he, like he played all the way to the end of the season anyway. He, but he, he, he missed, but he, but he had a rush to get back when, when he was in, the, in those playoffs runs and all. He had to rush to get back to make sure to keep his team on top. Now, now right. this this go around, he ain't have to rush to get back. Now, he he, he, he came back at 90%. He, he, but now this 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 run, he, now since he got his A, actually, he didn't have to rush back for anything because they, they were already out, out of the playoffs. So he, so he didn't have to rush right. to get his body, body back. He could take his time and let his body recover. I, I, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. What I'm saying is, because of his age, and just like Will said, Father Time is undefeated. Listen, I don't care what you sleep in. You can sleep at a chamber that's got purified oxygen from the Himalayas in it. You're gonna age. Right, right, right. right. Live, and you, he's got so much power. His legs, feet, calves, everything else, dude. And, and listen, it's gonna take a toll. Remember, Mike Dude started playing in the NBA. And he was what, 18? Uh-huh. When he was 18, yeah. he'll, be, he'll be, what, 36 this year? He'll be 36 in what, December? Something Eight, like that. 18 years. I'm not, I'm not saying uh-huh. he won't be good. I'm not saying he won't be great. What I'm saying is he's going to be a smarter LeBron. He's not going to be the best LeBron you ever saw. best LeBron you ever saw right. was Pete LeBron. He was running through people when he was in Miami. That was LeBron at his height. Like, let go get better. Right. He was an absolute monster. <laughs> He's not going to be a situation. Don't don't underestimate that Western Conference, and we're going to get into that Westbrook and Harden trade uh, because we went on uh, when, after it happened. And let me say this. In regards to that Western Conference, now that Houston did what they did, and you still got Utah, you still got Portland, you still got Denver, you got Clippers. Uh, you got a young Sacramento team that loves to get up and down the floor. They're in the Western Conference. 
Um, you've got that Pelican team that's going to be exciting. They're in the Western Conference. They may not win, but they're going to be young. They're going to be exciting. They're going to get up and down the floor. Phoenix is going to get up and down the floor. What I'm saying in regards to this age and all of this, um, the Lakers are, you know, I get, I get everybody saying A.B. Bradley, Ray John Rondo, Danny Green, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, and they still got Kyle Kuzma. I get all of that. But each one of them dudes got something at the end of, after their last name is a question mark. Is a question mark behind every last one of them. And DeMarcus Cousins, let's see how happy old DeMarcus Cousins be because you know there was a rumor when him and that boy was in uh, New Orleans that they didn't get along all that well. And that, that boy was exactly. happy. Exactly, that's why I understand. Right. Yeah, he was a lot happier and a lot clear after DeMarcus Cousins went down with injury. Not that he was happy that he got injured. I'm just saying the floor opened up a whole lot more. From when DeMarcus Cousins went on the court, maybe he had more to operate. But let's see how that dynamic works. Let's see if Danny Green, because we all know Danny Green makes jumpers once every 10 games. That's how it goes. So let's well, with the Cousins thing, I think he's, he's got a taste. He finally got a taste of making get to the final, and he wants to get back there by any means necessary. So he's no, not guaranteed. That goes. Nobody's. It's no team. It's no team guaranteed. It's, it's not saying, one team is guaranteed. But I'm but I tell you what, the Lakers. The, the you don't think the Lakers got as good as good a chance as anybody over on that side? They're one of the top four, in my opinion. I'm gonna stick with that. I said that even before Danny Green got got signed. I don't put Houston up there. I'm not putting Houston, Baltimore up there. I like Westbrook. I like Westbrook because he got that dog in him. He plays so dog on hard. I mean, he has flaws, and I get it, but I like the dude because he plays hard. He, 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 he gives you everything he But I'm not talking Houston up in that because him and Harden are buddies, and they, they're going to do kumbaya moments compared to Harden and Chris Paul. All I'm saying is I think the Lakers are one of the top four. One of the top four. I don't, I don't, I don't vote for them. I'm not going to put them lower than that, but they're definitely one of the top four. Myself. But my thing is like with 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 um Chris Paul, everybody was saying that nobody wanna play with LeBron, but it seems like nobody wanna play with Chris Paul. That's who nobody wants to play with 'cause every time every time <laughs> I argue, oh well he he he's not he's not good in the locker room, he's not this, he's not that. But but everybody will uh, jump on LeBron and say he's the one that nobody wants to play play with. I think it's two different extremes to that. I think I think people don't want to play with LeBron because you're never gonna get the credit if you win. And your life is extended when you play with LeBron. I don't get the credit. I don't think it's that people don't like playing basketball to him. I think it's the other stuff that people aren't really you know what I mean? And like the media loves LeBron. Like everything LeBron do is, is golden to them. So if you, if something goes wrong, it ain't gonna ever be his fault. I think that's what people get turned off by. Chris Paul is whoa, 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 whoa. Get on. Act like LeBron Paul. Act like Kobe, but he don't have Kobe's hardware. You can't you can't mm-hmm. just dive all over your teammates, bro. You ain't got no rings. None. Right. You can't, you can't dominate a game like Kobe. You can't even go by nobody no more. So. You can't have that thing. Like, well, I'm the man right now, and you know what I mean. You need a pick just to get away from a guy. 
that, that, that's different. So I think that's the issue. I think people actually playing with LeBron as teammates. I just think they don't like the, the scrutiny that comes with it. With Chris Paul, I just think Chris Paul thinks more of himself than he is. Or the lack of credit. I think I think D, you hit on it. It's the lack of credit. I think Chris Bosh said something along those lines too. He wasn't happy with LeBron's decision, but he was like, "Hey, I can play too." You know, because everybody's like, "Well, dang, where was this when LeBron was there?" He was like, "Yo, I can play too. I just defer the two other guys." I think Dwayne Wade needs more credit than people want to give him because Dwayne took a back seat. Yes, LeBron was the best player in the world. He was the best player on the Heat team. But the one way wasn't no slouch in his prime. He he wasn't no slouch. Exactly. He carried that heat team for two years until the playoffs when he had Smith Parker and Jermaine O'Neal at center and Quentin Richardson at small forward. I mean, Dwayne Wade carried that team and he took a back seat to LeBron. But Dwayne was older. See, that's the difference between Dwayne and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Kyrie wanted the credit. Yeah, Kyrie wanted the credit. Dwayne didn't care for it. He was just like, I just want to win titles. Kyrie wanted it, and, and I don't, I still don't kind of get his logic behind it because I would think the more you win, the more credit you get no matter who you win it with. I think that's what Kevin Durant saw when he went to Golden State, but then he, didn't, he still was miserable as hell. That's why I think him and that boy are great, great marriage up in uh, New Jersey because he was still miserable. <laughs> he, he won two titles. Who cares if it's Steph Curry's team? You know what I'm saying? Who cares? If it's, I mean, you let, stop letting the media dictate your life. Stop letting social media tell you, yo, your championships don't count. Yeah, they do. That's some two rings on your finger say you got two titles. Whether you want it with a team that's got nine all-stars <laughs> or one all-star. Don't count. You, you, want, you want two titles. I know you're right. I know you're right. It, it just doesn't matter. I, I, I can tell you right now, there's some older players in all professional leagues that don't bump their head. Look at Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett came out right. and even said himself at one point, I wish I'd have left earlier, but he was loyal to Minnesota. I wish I would have left earlier. I mean, you, you get to a point to where how much money can you make? How much is it to be, to be in the doggone man? Because the way people measure your success in uh, professional sports is titles. Dan Marino is one of the best passing quarterbacks in NFL history, and he's labeled a loser because Don Shooter couldn't draft a defense. That's just that's a point blank bottom line. I'm just trying to tell you. That's what it is. Because there's no way an offense throws up 33, 34, 35 points a darn game and the defense gives up 38 to 40. The man threw 44 right. touchdown passes one year. The team was eight was was uh, eight and eight. <laughs> I'm serious. You know he, he just <laughs> and he's able to lose and because Don Shula couldn't draft a defense, he drafted Eric Kumaro and John Bosa. When Daniel Scott and some other athletes that were coming out of the University of Miami and some other schools that he didn't want to take. And a lot of that had to simply to do, and I'm getting ready to touch on something that's real sensitive to Miami people. There are a lot of black people that are from Miami cannot stand the Miami Dolphins. They hate the Dolphins because they consider the Dolphins to be a racist organization. There are a lot of brothers that can't stand the Dolphins. I mean, they hate them. They couldn't stand Don Shoe. Because they think all he wanted to win was white players. He didn't want to necessarily win with the best players. He wanted to win with white players. And that was hence when the Hurricanes were on the rise. Zach, I go to the top. Where did they go to recruit? Uh-huh. Oh, straight to grow in the hood. Hood. In the, in the city. Well, That's right. Didn't want those type of players. 
you took Eric Klingrove or John Bowser, whichever one of them was over Dan Phillips, Dan Phillips in the second round for the San Francisco 49ers. That's nice for you. Nice for you. But he took he took Jake Brophy from the University of Miami. Right. But I love the Dolphins still, even through all of that, because that's my hometown team. But I'm trying to tell you, there are a lot of brothers. <laughs> I am. They hate them. They, they, they feel both, even with a minority head head coach. They just feel like the Dolphins never gave brothers a fair shot when the university was on the rise. It's so amazing. And, and it really is that all the top organizations, Jimmy Johnson leaves Miami, and the first thing he does, he goes uh, up to Maryland. He goes and gets um, Daryl Smith, and he gets Kevin Williams, and then he gets a couple of other guys from the University of Miami. He, he drafts them. What does John Fuller do? Right in your backyard, easy shot, but he didn't, he didn't And I know that's a touchy subject for some people. You know, I know my sixty five percent Hispanic, and that's another reason why the kids don't go to the University of Miami back. You know this. Those kids don't go there because I mean, such a doggone turmoil as far as racial divide that a lot of black people are fleeing. I.e., the reason why I don't live in Miami right now. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I guess it's the subject. Hey. Is it that, that's what it is. We're not talking recruiting today. We're not talking recruiting today. No, I'm not talking recruiting. I just was simply talking about the fact is James Baker went to Georgia. Dalvin Cook went to Fort State. Uh, Teddy Pitchett went to Louisville. I mean, I was just talking about the football. I mean, this, that was a time when those kids wanted to play for the youth, but again, they ain't going there. And, it, and some of it, some of it, some of the other stuff, where a lot of that comes to the Some of the fact is, it's That's something that got to be said about Cal. I know Calvin Cook had his issues, but his teammates that he's living with, you didn't even tell me they can put Brady in the middle <laughs> That's good boy. I didn't know his people worked there. I did not know his people worked at the University of Miami. He just told me. I was like, wow. That's serious. He got people working on the Florida State. That, to me, that's crazy. I, I couldn't believe it when I heard it. I thought it was the craziest thing I asked. I was like, no, nah, I said, stop lying. I was like, yeah, if people, if people work at University of Miami, he still, he was going to Florida. And then Florida State came in and went out. Or Luke did something. I don't know. There's some crazy story behind the whole thing. But anyway, all right. NFL training camp, again, we're going to open, guys. Um, I want to talk fantasy football. Again, I want to promote this. Um, there will be a fantasy football league that I um, have set up already. It's a Yahoo. I'm going to send each one of you guys. <laughs> and also want to put it out there for Pelicans to join us. We will do a fantasy football uh, live draft right here on the podcast. We're going to start at 6.15. And I want you guys to participate. Again, it's $100 for the winner of the doggone league, and it's only going to be 16. So we only need two more players. That's it. So I want to do that. But first, I want to get uh, what you guys think of fantasy football. Are you guys – well, I know that and Mike are players. Steve, do you play fantasy football? <laughs> I do. Last year was actually my first time playing, and I finished third in my league. 
Mike, I'm here. I was only in two uh, last year. I, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's so t- it's, it's time consuming if you want to win because you got to make sure you have the right players in at the right time against the right people. So I just hope I'm like, I, 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 I just hope I get some. I, I'm just hoping I get the Chicago Bears, Chicago Bears, and maybe Denver Broncos defense. That's what I'm hoping. It, it, ain't no hoping there. You draft. Hopefully, you draft them before anybody else. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm in two. I'm in two leagues. We don't have a lot of draft. You do your own draft. So that's the good thing about it. There's a lot of draft. You do your own draft. You know what happens your draft. Hey, but that's a question, Zach, that I can propose to y'all. Do you draft defense um, in the first round, or do you wait? Never. All of the good never. Uh, never. Uh, never. Defense uh, and kickers always last. You can always get a defense because that ain't where your point's coming from. Never. Right. I'm going, I'm going for the best quarterback. I need the best quarterback <laughs> I can get first. Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna do quarterback yep. class. I want I want I want to get you guys' opinion in regards to running backs. All right, Mike, this is definitely at you. Ezekiel Elliott may hold out. He may hold out, but it ain't just about him. Okay, Melvin Gordon's got issues. He may hold out. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's coming back. We'll find out about him. Is he is he on track? Is he better or whatever? You know, he did the year. I don't think he's gonna really have much success in Adam Gates' offense. Plus, with that kid at quarterback. I really don't. I don't know where it comes from. I don't see much happening. Positive way for Le'Veon Bell. Um, but I want to ask you guys, and then Doc Welly has his issues. Based upon all that, who is the number one running back in fantasy football? Not in real football, but by productivity, touchdowns, and yardage, and stuff like that. Who's the number one back Ooh, in fantasy football? Mike? Christian McCaffrey. Who? Who? Christian McCaffrey. I see. And I was going with that kid from the Giants. But Christian McCaffrey is a good choice. McCaffrey and, and, and Barkley going to be beast this year. <laughs> Barkley. Uh, hey, yeah, Saquon to me. Saquon number one. But well, can Saquon do it? Now, OBJ is gone. Don't forget, OBJ is gone. And it's a possibility that the rookie quarterback is going to make an appearance at some point. So defense is going to be on. And after the after the suspension of the kid that from um from uh, what's the that was at Kansas City. Uh-huh. Yeah, after after his suspension, he's gonna he's gonna put up some nice numbers. But if Nick Chubb is balling out, you you can't. I mean, that kid won't be back to the middle of the year. Nick Chubb's gonna start from the jump unless he's yeah. But right, exactly. Chubb is balling. Insert uh, He's a nice. <laughs> I got one sleeper, guys. James White. James White, Patriots. Oh, oh, my God. Like Homer, 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 Homer pick. We know you. No, no, no. no, no. That, that, that ain't even a Homer pick. We ain't even a Homer pick. Listen, we got to compensate for the fact that uh, Brock is gone. Who do you think them fans are going to? Him. Um, 
Believe it or not, yep. now, hey, D, this is your team, but believe it or not, you know who I think going to take over for, uh, that now that Gronk gone? And, and you may disagree, Ooh. but I've been reading a lot of things about him. That guy from the University of Miami, the little white boy. Okay? Oh, back, back think to about Barrios? The uh, yep, Barrios. They love Barrios. They love Barrios. But that's why that's why Jimmy White is going to get so much more attention in the passing game is because you're going to have a lot of small, fast people all over the field. Well, small, fast, fast people right. make you get out of position. Oh, okay. So, so I, I agree with that. that he's going he to help us out a lot. Oh, yeah, so he's going he to definitely they, – they, they, they say Brady and him been playing – Man, Brady love him. He's always open. Yeah, he, he catch everything. Let me ask this yeah, question. Boy, so he's gonna be on, he's gonna be inside on one side. On, on he's gonna be inside right. on one side, and Evans on inside on the other side. So Brady's gonna pick and choose between which one of these little small midgets he's gonna throw to, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you will, you know I'm no Patriots fan. Now, it wins for him. They win it. So they doing something right. It's a different league now, man. You don't have to have a shoot for eight receivers no more. Right. They going back to like the Houston, the old Houston team, the small, quick receivers. Hold on. They don't need that no more. Based upon the fact that Grunk was always the threat. Grunk always threw all the coverage. That's what allowed Edelman to do all those things that he was able to do underneath and do the option routes and things of that nature. Grunk is gone now. And in, in, and I get all the reports about Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios is in the Julian Edelman league now. He's 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 right. that he's that good. No. Oh, I was wondering. Uh, just a little lost. I like Good Braxton Berrios. He had a senior season. He had a great senior season. But Braxton Berrios is five six. He's a little. And so was um what was was the receiver before him on uh, that play for the Dolphins um. Wes Walker. Wes Walker was 5'7". Yeah, but and you I, see I what mean, he did? I'm saying Julian Edelman is the same. I'm just saying him and Julian Edelman are the same player. So I'm just saying you're going to have two oh, okay. guys Correct. on the inside. That's right, okay. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Edelman, because Barrios can actually give you some vertical plays. Like he can give you right. some, some downfield passing. Edelman ain't really going over the top. He's he really not going to do that. And I think that's why they drafted uh, N.K. or Henry. And we're going to see if they give us Josh right. Gordon. I'm hoping. You're going to need Josh Gordon to give you Josh Gordon. It's got nothing to do with the league. Josh Gordon needs to get his act together. That's the problem. Josh, Josh hey, Gordon man, is Josh Gordon. I'm rooting for him. I really am. <laughs> but yeah, if, if he does he come back, <laughs> yeah, if he does yeah. come back, man, it's going to be – it's gonna be a nice little night. It's the Patriots. You know he's coming back. They gonna give it back yeah. to him. They gonna give Bill Belichick what he wants. No man, I appreciate right. the league so much for the love. I appreciate it. I really do. <laughs> Derek, I have to. I have to ask you how you became a Patriots fan, dog. I just don't get it. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna give Not you the being truth, from bro. I, I, I was watching. No, I was watching the Super Bowl when I was a little kid. It was '85, and they were getting hammered, okay. and like everybody in right. the room was like. Oh, they gonna kill him! And I was like, "Well, the, the, the other team gonna win." I'm, that's really how I became a Patriot fan. So I got to see Andre Tippett and John Hanna and right. Chris Singleton and all them dudes that were real good players. That then Vincent Brisby that didn't have nobody around them. 
and get right. watch them get pummeled for years. So when they got good and the people were like, man, I can't believe you like that star team when you sorry no more. <laughs> right. I okay, thank you, you Okay. Yeah, I, I respect that. I respect that. Okay. That's off one of the most underrated players on that team and is a University of Miami guy, so I know who he is. Fred Marion. Don't, don't be Fred Marion off no more. Don't be Fred like that. I'm sorry, Fred Marion. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That you didn't know that, did you? you didn't know that uh, that Fred Marion went to the University of Miami, did you? Oh no, actually I did. Yes, I did. Come on now, actually I did. Yeah, he. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was David. He was David Woodley's and Don Stark's nightmare. He became Reno's nightmare too for a couple of years while he was at yep. the top. Fred Marion was good, but, but I'm gonna tell you, there was Lawrence Taylor, Andre Tippett, Carl Banks, and Derek Thomas. Them four dudes right there. Right. Lord. Yeah. Lord. You Green, yeah. <laughs> Green was up at one time before he got injured, but them four guys right there, Andre Tippett, Lawrence Taylor, Carl Banks, and Derek Thomas were murdered from the corner. Uh-huh. They, they had defense and insides, but them boys were won. Hey, they, hey, it was one more, it was one more that was in there that got hurt before you could really find out what he could do. You remember a uh, linebacker in the head called named Chris Slade? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I remember Chris Lee. Yeah. Chris Lee yeah. was gonna be nice yeah. before he got hurt, man. It just, you know, what I mean, hey, sometimes you don't really get to see what you can become. But that dude was gonna be real nice before he got hurt. I'm, I'm forgetting the guy, Cornelius Bennett. I hated the Buffalo Bills because yeah. Yeah. the Bennett or, or Darrell Taylor. Okay. Yeah. Cornelius Bennett, oh, my God. He ran down Mark Clayton one time, and I could not believe him. My dad. He was, <laughs> he, 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 he was number 97, wasn't he? Yeah, he was number 97. It was like, is Clayton losing a step? Why is the guy with the high number catching him from the back? What's the worst part? Exactly. Hey, man. That Bill's defense was legendary, man. They were, they were really, that was a good team, you know, that. With Bruce, with Bruce, Bruce Smith. It was Bruce Smith and with Bruce Smith down with Tally. With Tally, with Mark Madden. You had uh, uh, Henry Jones and uh, uh, Kelso and uh, what's the name? Nate Brown. But Mark Kelso was he? Hey, Mark Kelso had that weird looking helmet and knocked you out. Yeah, he had that double That's helmet. right. Yep, he had that double yep. And he was the slowest thing. Uh, hey, but you, you know, that. fellas, what we realized back then, defense was allowed to play defense. Okay? Yeah. Defense ain't allowed yeah, to play yeah. defense now. They play chili winks nowadays. Okay? Defense back then was allowed to play defense. And it was um it was okay. some that's, the that's why they was able to sell those I, I, hardest hit DVDs back then. The hard remember back then you sell the hardest NFL hardest hits. Uh, oh yeah, we don't get back to buy the VCR tape. I know that people like Terry Palomano and they like Ed Reed and they like some of these other guys. See that water. Uh of course Ronnie Lott. Oh, Ronnie Lott. But in that world, okay. he tweeted, on Monday Night Football, that's true. And see that way, him out. I was like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> that brother there. I, 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 I only see one guy. 
Well, I've yeah. only seen one man, one man that ever ran over Ronnie Lott that, that I ever seen, and that was um, oh, William Andrews. William Andrews that played for Atlanta uh-huh. on a, on a Monday night football drugs. game. Uh huh. Not uh-huh. about drugs, but on a Monday, you better you better recall that yeah. game. That was one of the best players. Nah, the best the Giants. That's true. Walk with Raro. Raro drugs. He's drugging. He's drugging right now. I got him back, though. <laughs> and another person, y'all forgetting about, I, I seen also dragged him, uh, Mike Allstott. One time Mike Allstott went through, but then again, Mike Allstott used to go through everybody. I definitely say Mike Allstott ran through. Mike Allstott looked like a lumberjack with a football. Like, yeah. <laughs> this dude was massive, man. And the Joker wasn't fast. He wasn't fast, but he's going hey, through what? Hey, he while Roy Dunn was out there building all them homes, he building them homes from single mothers, and kudos for him for doing that. He ought to have been making sure That's he right. took care of Mike But Mike Allstott opened up some holes, bro. For, uh, let me tell you, that Tampa Bay team had to be really good with Brad Johnson, that quarterback. I know I'm not taking a dig at him because he's a Florida State player, but he was a backup most of his career, and they won a football with him as far. Right. That's all I'm saying. That Tampa Bay team had to be really good. Really, really good. No, I agree quarterback. They had great defense. They had a great defense. They had score. You had score fourteen points. You scored fourteen points. You gonna win? We had the discussion one right. time before, Mike. Get a man his credit. <laughs> Get John Gruden's credit. I see you bought it up. I, I, I was staying away from it, but he stole. He stole the championship. <laughs> I mean, he got it. He, he, you say he, he got it, but it, but that one of his boys. A title is a title. All right, let's get quickly get back to the fantasy football. Uh, let's go ahead and look at the wide receivers. It's a plethora of wide receivers out here. I don't know how you can give it up except for the fact that Tyreek Hill is the guy. He, he is Ooh. that dude. Uh, Tyreek Hill, the Kansas City wide receiver. He, okay. he is fantasy football. He, I mean, he really is because he can do front, he's on a kickoff, and then, of course, they think that we, they do all kinds of things to give him the football. Right. Yeah, he he and now that he's good to play the whole season, okay. I think Kansas City, I, I got to put him back in there for the possible contender for the football, but I thought they'd get him to be but they back. But anyway, for fantasy football purposes, I think Tyree is the best. I want to get who you guys are thinking, uh who's the best wide receiver for fantasy football. That. Uh, I'm gonna go with that man right here in Atlanta. Uh, well, you know what? I take that back. If you want pure yards and catching, you got to go with the man Jones. Unfortunately, he ain't getting the touchdowns that I want. So uh, it's a toss up between. If you want straight touchdowns, uh, then you go with the man of Kansas City. I'm, I'm gonna say Mike Thomas down in uh, New Orleans. Okay. Michael Thomas is bad dude, and Michael Thomas get touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. There you go. That 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 six them six points. <laughs> yeah, he get touchdowns. Well, I'm gonna be a homer myself, and, I, and I'm gonna say mm-hmm. Mr. Cooper. Prove me wrong, but mm-hmm. I'm going with it. I don't like my quarterback, but I'm going with Cooper. <laughs> I have, I have a I, – I, okay, I'll give you that. Cooper had a nice season in fantasy football. He had a nice season in, in actual football, you know. So I can't take nothing from him. 
Who we do this year, though? We're we going to find out. We'll find out. All right, let's look at the quarterback position. Again, I'm going to go stay in Kansas City and go with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, the man threw for the touchdowns last year. I don't see a reason why he can't do the same thing this year, even without that running back. So, uh, let's see. I, I, I'm going with him. Who, who are you going to go with, Mike? Top quarterback. I'm, I'm going to do Breeze. You can't throw him. Huh? You can't throw him. You can't throw him. I, I, hey, I'm going through breeze. Now you get, now you. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. I'm just, I, 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 I mean, I just, uh, I mean, okay, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm sticking with. It. I'm so mad with Alshon Jeffrey because if he touches that ball, the Drew Brees conversation of him being over here would have started real soon. I'm just saying. If Alshon Jeffrey touches that ball in the Super Bowl. And hold on to it. That conversation about you Brees being over here was started a lot sooner, but if it was a trip, we all be drunk. All right, anyway, who's the best quarterback in fantasy football for you? I am going to go with a sleeper. I think Cam Newton is going to have a crazy year this year. I just do. I really do. I think the new offensive coordinator, plus the fact that I think he's actually going to be really actually healthy. For the first time in two years, he actually took the time to have the surgery and all of that stuff. Plus, his weapons have had time to grow up. And they play in the NFC South. I think I think Cam is going to be a sleeper, not just for fantasy, but maybe even for MVP. And they're going to let Cam do what he do. They're going to let Cam run this year. Wow. So, you, you, let me just get a sneak preview. You're, you're thinking that the Carolina Panthers can make a comeback and take the NFC South. I think I think they can. I think they can. I think um, they rebuilt their defense. They rebuilt the interior of their offensive line. That was the biggest deal. They rebuilt the interior of their offensive line because Cam was getting hammered last year up the middle yeah. a bunch. I think McCaffrey with the extra year to get better. Olsen will be uh, healthier than he was last year. He was a real beat-up. And the receivers have had time to kind of grow with Cam. But what I heard, them boys been up there throwing every day for the last month. We're going to see what it looks like. But I think the new offensive coordinator with um, a lot more time in and stuff is really going to help Cam out. And I think he's going he's gonna to play better because he don't have the restraints of stay in the pocket, Cam. They're going to let Cam do what Cam do, which I don't understand why you wouldn't do that anyway. You got a unicorn. Let him be a unicorn. One because Ron, Ron Rivera is a conservative coach. That's that's some of it. Um, yeah, 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 that's that. I mean, that, that offensive line was, was, was atrocious, really. I think Russell Westbrook and Arizona and, and the Dolphins, they probably had probably some of the worst offensive lines along with Cam. Cam, Cam took a beat last year. He, he took a real beat, but they still was up in there until he got hurt. And then, you know, they fell off towards the end. Um, i tell you a guy, a, a quarterback who I think um, I would put up in there as a possible sleeper in that for Mayfield. I don't know what – I don't really know what his uh, fantasy production is going to be. But, I mean, with Jarvis Landry and OBJ taking the lid off of that thing, and then you still got uh, the Joker who has great speed at tight end. He just hasn't had the production. He's, he's had a case of a drop seat. Since he's been in the, uh, in the um, National Football League, and then uh, they got Chubb in the backfield, and then, like you said, Mike, earlier about Clean Hunt. So I think Nathan Mayfield, I think he'll have a successful 
uh, fantasy year. I don't know how that's going to translate as far as what they're doing um, in as far as winning and losses. I think that'd be good. Uh, I think it'd be good for fantasy football. All right, we will play the tight end in your fantasy football league. I know some some don't, but we will because they use the tight end as a flex or whatever. But we will play the tight end as a position in your fantasy football league. I, you know, the obvious is Travis Kelsey, Zachary, OJ Howard, um, Evan Ingram, those types of guys. But I like Eric Ebon um, from Indianapolis. Um, he had a great statistical year as far as catching. Yeah, but he's catching the catch. So I like Eric Ebon. Mike, who do you like at tight end? You got to go with the boy from Kansas City. That Gronk yep. is gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Zach? I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, Derek, Zach, had, uh, Zach had to go ahead and get that real money. That turn it work. So I'm saying that. Uh, I, one time, me and Mike actually agree. I do. I think Kelsey is probably going to be the most successful. Fantasy tight end this year. Uh, but the guy, what's the tight end from uh, San Francisco? Oh, gosh, what's his name? Uh, I know you know who we're talking about? Um, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh, my goodness. After that one kid went out, after, um, yep. after the Waffle went down, that kid still had a mm-hmm. decent kid. Let me see. That's just, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. George Kittle. He's playing with backups. Yeah. He's so actually, he's rated number, number two. He's rated the number two tight end um, going to this fantasy football season. That's interesting. I mean, but he had a great season. And, and I mean, he only had five touchdowns last year, but he had a great season to get in the fight that Garoppolo went down. I think San is going to be a freak. He's really not cheap on San Francisco this year. Yeah. Garoppolo played up. And it's big deal. But they play in the division with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Los Angeles and and also with Seattle and Seattle should be improved too. We'll find out. We'll find out how how that contract Russell Wilson got translates to that locker room. Come <laughs> find out. Real quick. All right, you don't think he has a guy. Huh? What do you think? I was just gonna make me go 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 on go tomorrow and have to sit down and um, print out make me some printouts on. On fantasy football tomorrow. See, I was trying. Not, I was getting the fever, but I was trying to not to get it too fast. But now that you're starting all this, you was, you was making me uh making my temperature rise. I want your temperature to rise. We got two weeks before we do our draft again. We're gonna do that August fourth right here on this podcast. Um, so that means you guys actually have to be on Yahoo. So we can do it, but we're gonna do a live draft right here. Just gotta find two more players to make sure I present that to them. But anyway, I defense, Mike, you already mentioned Chicago. I'm gonna tell you somebody who I, I like actually, um, and I think they should be even stronger this year. And that's the Los Angeles Chargers, not the Rams. The Chargers. Uh, I like Darren James at safety. I, I mean, I think they're good at every level. Melvin Ingram, Darren James, just like how the old Bucks team. All, all great defenses have great guys are all pros at every level. So I'm saying now that you brought them up, um, I I was watching the NFL channel the other day, and someone mm-hmm. actually picked them to win the Super Bowl. Say Philip Rivers finally going to take them to the promised land. Yeah. But that's actually not too far uh, from right? I mean – yeah, they yeah, in the yeah. and 
Like they got Kansas City. You don't really know what you're gonna get in Denver. Nobody has any idea what you're gonna get out of Cleveland, and everybody else is kind of a toss-up. Even with the Patriots, we don't know what the Patriots are gonna look like this year. They got experienced quarterback. They got just like Will said. They got a they got a defense that's good on all three levels. They got a Pro Bowl running back. They got two really good receivers. They got a good tight end. Uh, what's his name? Hunter Henry comes back this year. Yeah. Uh, the guy that got hurt last year, the tight end that got hurt last year, and they bought uh, Antonio Brown, uh, Antonio Gates back. He'll be back this year. They got all this, you know what I mean? They, yeah. It's not too far fetched. Do you think that they're going to end up um, giving um, the running board a contract? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I, 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 no, it, it's not that I don't think they want to win. I think the running back position has been devalued so much because everybody feels like, well, I can always get a gifted runner. You know what I mean? Like, that's the one position that they literally find, like some dude that you ain't never heard of. Like, who had heard of um, – the Johnson kid out in Arizona um, before he got to Arizona. You didn't yeah, know who he was. Yeah, that's true. Nobody did. So that's kind of how the running back position is viewed now. They feel like, hey, I I got to pay you all this money. Think about it. You have, like, really good Pro Bowl running backs that only make, like, $7 million a year. They're not trying to pay you Le'Veon Bell money. I wouldn't even pay Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell money. I'm sorry, I wouldn't have. Thank you. Lady on Bell money got the new fire. Does Adam Gates, according to reports, yeah, according to reports, Adam Gates didn't want to spend that much money on that position. And if GM or uh, he did, some way somehow Adam Gates got his way. But he stuck with Lady on Bell now, though. But he got his way. Uh, uh, Adam Gates did. And in all in all fairness, I could I give Adam Gates a lot of garbage because he he believed in Ryan and Tannehill. I, I just give him a lot of garbage for that reason, but. <laughs> um, I agree. I agree with him about Le'Veon Bell because how you give a guy that was out for an entire year um, that type of contract, you pay him as one of the top five. That's, 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 that doesn't make sense. So I agree with Adam right. on that case, but we gonna find out uh, how good uh, that that year off did for Le'Veon Bell because Le'Veon Bell is an instinctive runner. You know how he do all that stopping, starting the hole, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Is his timing gonna be good so he can keep doing that? You know, because he, he, he hits a hole and then he'll stop and go another direction. So, is his timing going to be there? And plus, that ain't the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line up there in New York. I was just getting ready to say that. And that took time to develop. Like, he had to develop a rhythm with them. Aside from that, you still had Antonio Brown and Juju outside. You had Jesse James and Vance McDonald. You know what I mean? You had Ben. So, you know what I mean? Your running lanes will look different than they do in New York. You got Sam Donald throwing the ball to who? Pat <laughs> uh, Anderson? Uh, Anderson. Like, you have no need to yeah. scare anybody aside from you. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have gave him that much money. And a contender wasn't going to give him that much money. This mm-hmm. bird wasn't going to give him This bird was going to give him a franchise bag and pay him to have it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. The worst thing that happened to Le'Veon I, Bell last year was James Conner. James Conner took all his But not only him, Todd Gurley, too, because Todd Gurley, yeah, I know what he did against you, Mike, in the playoffs, but uh, T.J. Anderson took over most of that playoff run. 
or most of the second half of the season, and he came off the scrap heap. And everybody talked about how bad and out of shape P.J. Anderson was. And they all went in the deep. When they played him in the at the Chicago Bears, that was about it. And, and they went until New England in the Super Bowl. Other than that, they offense didn't technically miss a beat against anybody else. Would Todd Gurley have made a major difference in the Super Bowl? Yeah, if he was healthy. If he was healthy, because with all the scheming that Bill Belichick was doing, you know, he would have had his account for Todd Gurley. He never had an account for Todd Gurley in the Super Bowl. But Todd Gurley was hurt. Right. Yeah. Even, 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 uh, even uh, what's his name, uh, Damian Williams, the dude that took uh, Kareem Hunt's place. That that Kansas City offense didn't skip any. As a matter of fact, I think Damian Williams might have ended up being a better receiver than Kareem Hunt was. A minimal, yeah. minimal yeah. salary yeah. guy that steps right in and the offense keeps humming. So I'm not going to give him. I don't see them giving him that money just because you got too many more options. Got a let's get football. Let's say let's get football. Yeah, let's get football season started so we can stop talking and let's get a chill, bug. I mean, shoot. Like, let's, 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 let me ask you this: In regards to your, in, in regards to your team, in regards to your team, the Dallas Cowboys, there's all there's this ongoing off-season debate that's been said: Do you play Dak? Do you play Zeke? Franchise tag Dak. Franchise tag Zach, Zach, and, and Zach, Zach Prescott and pay pay Z. Uh, but you're gonna pay Zach twenty seventy. I pay him the money. You're gonna pay yeah, him. Yeah, we will pay him. Yeah, so you so we so we can see really give him one more year to see what he gonna do. Can he make yeah. a believer out of me or not? Mm. Mm. That's, how, that's what. That's why I said franchise. Put put the franchise tag on him. Play play Did it? Did if he if he take us to the playoffs, deep in the playoffs, give him. We can give him a big contract. Mike, I'm gonna well, talk to you. You got to pay. You got to pay him the average of the top five salaries in the league. You don't want to do that. If we take him, if he take us deep into the playoffs, then I, I mean I don't care what we playing as long as he keep doing it. Okay, let me say this to you. I, I I've I've done a little mock season rankings. You know, I put some on social media. So I'm like, you know, I put my thoughts out there. I think the Cowboys are number one in the NFC. That shocked you, didn't it? I really do. Mm-hmm. I think it's the Cowboys. Yeah. You scared? You scared me? You scared me, man? You scared me? T- talking about my team? No, uh-uh. don't talk about my team. You, you know that? That's hey, that, that's a kiss of death. Oh man, talk about, no talk, talk about the Chicago Bears. Talk about the Chicago Bears, no. man. Well. Oh. Well, I mean, Mike, y'all, 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 y'all got a good line back and forth. Y'all got a good, y'all got a great defensive front. If y'all people can stop getting suspended for smoking, um, when yeah. second you know what I mean, offensive line is great. I mean, this is the closest thing I've seen to the to the nineties Cowboy line in a while. You know what I mean? You got a Pro Bowl running back. You got 
good receivers. You got a, a quarterback who looked like he can get it done. Not far off. Well, like I said, let's get this season started. Let's see what we're going to do. <laughs> you know, it's, it's every guy. It seems like everybody I like, we, 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 talk about, we talk about my kids, say, we, we, we should do this, we should. Let's do it. And it's time. Mm-hmm. Why, 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 why you try to drown me out there, homie? I ain't trying to drown you out. I ain't trying to drown you out. That was not intentional. All I'm saying is simply, is simply like this. The Dallas Cowboys, uh, the, the Saints, the um, uh, the Chicago Bears, the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, the Rams could be there, but depends on what they do with Todd Gilly, whether they need to get or not. Uh, I mean, those are the teams. Uh, I got to look at Carolina. They can be there. I think that they may can do a sleeper. If they can step down their turn, that wasn't in the first seat there. If they can get some money out of presents, I mean, oh, not funny. But what about Atlanta? Uh, what are you thinking about Atlanta? So they claim they, they got a new defensive coordinator that's going to make their defense better. They play defense since the second half of the football that they got that they play defense since then. That's what I'm saying. But I'm serious. Those are the teams I look at. I, when I looked at it, I said, okay, these are five teams. They pick one. I picked one out of the end the AFC. I looked at five teams. I looked at the Patriots. I looked at Pope. I looked at uh, uh, what the two of these. Kansas City was one, and I said, "Hey, I'm going to go with the Pope." And I said, "The Pope, the Cowboys, we're going to the Pope." But uh, nothing. I mean, that's not the far fetched. It is the end of the bounce here and there. We'll find out. I want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to World Takes and Sports. If you follow us on Instagram and Twitter, it's up here on the Sports Sports Show. Also, if you have any emails or questions or comments that you'd like to leave us, we'll make World Walk the Show at Yahoo.com. Also, don't forget about the Fantasy Football League. It's up on Yahoo. I'm going to send you guys a link. and Mike. That's all it's always a great note. I'm going to send you a link to the Broncos. We'll talk about the public post in August. That's the fourth. Last year, I uh, for fantasy football. Listen, I want everybody to remember, say a prayer for somebody. Because stress, thank you, thank you. I'll holler. I'll be safe. Peace. 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 Peace.